When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, here's Joey Mack. No, it's not. It's not. It's Alex Dibson. I'm just filling in today for... The Joey Mac, Alex Simpson alongside Scotty P, who just perfectly recited the entire intro. Scotty P, how you doing today? You willing to lay that off for us, maybe as a backup? It's a good day, a little misty out, but you know what? It's a good day in here. The sun is shining in here in the Duck Insider studio. As this is Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, you are looking live at the Country Financial Studio. Again, Alex Dimson, Scotty P., Joey Mack will be joining us later, and as per usual, a lot to get to on the Duck Athletic calendar and just the Duck Athletics Newswire as well. There's a lot of different action. We're going to talk to Joey Mack later, who is down in his native Bay Area in Berkeley, where the Ducks baseball team wrapping up the regular season with the three-game set against Cal. That actually kicks off today rather than the usual Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. We're going to go Thursday through Saturday. Same rotation. We'll talk a lot of baseball later on. We'll hear from Coach Waz and a couple of players as well. We'll talk Oregon football in just a moment, actually. We'll talk track and field as the West Preliminary is getting underway. But the first thing I actually want to touch on was history was made yesterday. A magical season came to an end today. But I want to give a huge shout-out to Janice Chen of the Oregon women's tennis 
Christ program. Janice, just, again, a miraculous, miraculous season. It comes to an end in the Final Four in the national semifinals against the defending national champion, Estela Perez-Somoriba, out of Miami. You can see that first set right there, 7-6, a, a close loss in that first set, and then 6-0 in the second set as Janice ultimately falls. But, man, again, just a, a, a miraculous, memorable run for the true freshman for Oregon as at the NCAA Singles Championship. It comes to an end following the loss today against the defending national champ, but she's the first player in program history to at least advance to the quarterfinal round of the singles championship and became the first Pac-12 player to reach the national semifinals since 2015. Woo! The freshman got out to a hot start in the opening set. She went up 3-0 on the defending national champ, and I'm the number one player in the country, but Perez Somariba would respond by winning the next three games to tie it up at three apiece. The two players then went back and forth, each holding serve twice to make it 5-5 late in the opening frame, and Perez Somariba broke serve to go up 6-5. Then Chen responded with the break of her own, back and forth. It was a real chess match between the two, but ultimately the defending national champion picking up that set one win, and then as you can see, 6-0 in the second set. So Chen finishes 22-3 and in singles play, and she won 10 of her final 11 singles singles matches this season, nine of which came against ranked opponents as well. She ends the year 10-3 and in matches against ranked foes, and she lost just nine sets, nine sets all season long. Singles winning percentage on the season is just shy of 900 at a cool 880. Also the best single season winning percentage in school history, and her 22 wins are tied for 10th in a season in Yule history, despite not playing a fall season. So again, a collective hat tip from all of us here in the Duck Insider studio. Just a magical, magical run by Janice, who we talked about it yesterday, previewing the national semifinal hat. Her collegiate teammates actually flying down to Florida, surprising her and cheering her on. And she picked up a big win yesterday over Anna Rogers, the number six overall player out of NC State, to advance to the national semifinals. And then again, just following the defending national champ. But, man, as a freshman, we talked to Rob Mosley yesterday just about what he saw from her out at the tennis complex and how the coaching staff was raving about her months ago. Well, those rave reviews really, really yielded great dividends. They really manifested here down the stretches. Again, huge congratulations to Janice Chen and looking forward to seeing how her collegiate and the rest of her career develops moving forward. Uh, a couple other things to get to that we want to. We're going to actually pivot off to 100 days till college football season. Can you believe it, Scotty P? You said it earlier. 100 days? That is crazy. We're getting close. Uh, uh, Pac-12 Conference announced kickoff times and television selections for Oregon's football games against Fresno State, Stony Brook, and Cal on a Thursday in, on Thursday in a joint release with ESPN and Fox. The Ducks will open the 2021 season versus Fresno State at Autzen Stadium on September 4th with an 11 a.m. Pacific time kickoff on the Pac-12 Network. Following Oregon's game at Ohio State on September 11th, which I'm told is a pretty big game, it's 9 a.m. on Fox. You will return to Eugene to host Stony Brook and round out non-conference play. That'll be at 4.30 p.m. on September 18th. And again, back on the network of champions, the Pac-12 network. And then looking ahead to the rest of the schedule, they'll head into conference play as they take on Arizona, then Stanford, then Cal, then UCLA, Colorado, the two Washington schools, Washington first, then Washington State second, and then it's Utah and Oregon State. The rest of those slates pretty much still waiting to be determined, save for, again, the Cal game on October 15th that will be on ESPN, the worldwide leader, at 7.30 p.m. But everybody, again, circling that Ohio State matchup that's coming up on September 11th. Uh, it feels like the buildup to that has, what, been about 18, 24, 36 months, it feels like, you know. Really, really, really can't wait to see the Ducks take on the Buckeyes, and that one should be 
a lot of fun. So 100 days until football season, and now we're going to pivot off to track and field as well. As the West preliminaries got underway yesterday, and already some good news for the men of Oregon. The women of Oregon are in action today, but the men of Oregon already have another qualifier. Uh, joining Max Vollmer, uh, who qualified for the decathlon, will be Dalton Rasmussen. On day one of the NCAA West preliminaries, uh, as the Ducks also advanced 13 runners out of Wednesday's first round, including all four of their entries in the 1,500 meters. As Don Rasmussen becomes, again, the team's second national qualifier, as he'll hit the infield uh, at Hayward Field, historic Hayward Field, I should say, where the Ducks will host the NCAA championships. Rasmussen was the first qualifier of the week by way of an eighth-place finish in the Javelin. Uh, he finished the day... Finished, excuse me, with the day's best of 66.33 meters in his first round attempt and maintained a top 12 spot to advance to the NCAA championships. And again, that takes place here in the Emerald Valley June 9th through the 12th at Historic Hayward Field. He's a Roseburg, Oregon native as well, so love seeing Oregonians shine for the men and women of Oregon for Robert Johnson's program. He'll be making his first career appearance at the national meet. Tons of chances for the Ducks to advance on to the NCAAs on Friday as well, and the women's portion of the prelims starts today. Advancing out of corner finals yesterday, we mentioned that it was quite a few Ducks that advanced out, including all of the 1,500 runners. It was Gaston Bouchereau, Reed Brown, Riker Daniel, Jonathan Harvey, Cole Hawker, Charlie Hunter, Jacob McNamara, Xavier Noreen, Louis Peralta, James West, Micah Williams, Matt Wisner, Jack Yeary, and so a lot of names, a lot of good stuff for the Ducks on the track as Robert Johnson's program sent just north of 60 athletes down to the West Prelims. That's up from 2019 a couple of years ago and is about at 59. And so looking to qualify as many athletes as they can, again, for the NCAA championships that will take place right here at historic Hayward Field. And then pivoting back to baseball, we'll talk to Joey Mack a little bit later. We'll talk to him live as he's going to be coming at us from Berkeley where the Ducks will wrap up the regular season taking on Cal in a three-game set that kicks off tonight. No surprise in the starting rotation. It's going to be Alstrom. It's going to be Kafka. It's going to be Walker as they look to anchor things and potentially solidify a top 16 seed for the Ducks as they look to host regionals. And, boy, again, every time we talk, Scotty P., every time I'm on here, you know, it, it's if you would have gone back a couple of months to say that the Ducks are in position to just host postseason play, it, it's just what a credit to Coach Waz and his coaching staff for what they've done, and credit to the players as well, a lot of which were members of last year's squad for really just retooling and putting together one of the most impressive t seasons and turnarounds, not just in the conference, but in the country as well. As the Ducks currently, per Baseball America, are locked in as a 14 seed, and interestingly enough, Baseball America has them as hosting Gonzaga, who they've already played, UC Santa Barbara, who they've already played and swept in a four-game set, and taking on Bryant as well. Again, those are just projections. Those can be fluid. A lot of different polls out there as well. The Ducks in the polls hovering from about anywhere from 9 to the mid-teens, about 14 to 15. They're as high as 9 in the USA Today coaches poll. So it, it should be fun this weekend as the Ducks will head down to the Bay looking to take care of business. And then on Sunday, they'll get the news as whether or not they're one of the hosting sites here and looking to host potentially a regional. And if the chips fall their way, maybe a super regional as well. But again, you don't want to count the chickens or the Ducks before they hatch and we'll cross that bridge and get there. Uh, we're going to step aside here for our first break here on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. When we get back, speaking of baseball, we'll talk to Coach Mark Wazikowski. We'll hear from him ahead of the series season finale down in the Bay Area. Don't go anywhere. Back with more Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, live from the Country Financial Studio. More after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. On March 5th, 2021, we lost a larger-than-life member of the Oregon Ducks family. Chris Bjork passed away, surrounded by his wife, Allison, and their three sons, Anders, Henry, and Jordy. After spending more than 26 years working with the University of Oregon, we are proud to establish the Chris Bjork Scholarship Fund in his honor. Go to GoDucks.com slash Bjork Scholarship. That's GoDucks.com slash Bjork Scholarship to make a contribution and help us remember a great duck. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Learfield IMG College. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish tag! Oh, come on! <laughs> this is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Duck Insider here, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. We are in the Country Financial Studio. I am Alex Dimson, filling in for Joey Mack. We will hear from later today, who's down in the Bay Area in Berkeley for Oregon softball's three-game set to wrap up the regular season. What did I say? Softball? On the diamond. You'd say tomato. I say tomato. Yeah, as sharp as a marble, as my mom used to say. Anywho, he's down for baseball in Berkeley. We're playing baseball in Berkeley. As we'll hear from Joey Mack later, and we're about to hear actually from Coach Waz's, again, tough series. Series last weekend, taking the series opener against a really, really good and a highly ranked Stanford squad, falling in the last two on Saturday and Sunday. So, looking to right the ship a little bit and pick up some momentum as we head into postseason play. Let's hear from Coach Waz. Waz, first with the shorter week, just how does your practice schedule change? How do you guys attack the week uh, with one less day heading into your weekend series? Uh, split squad practice today. We've got two practices. Uh, you know, basically, one is a scrimmage type of a practice where we have players that haven't been getting a lot of reps or pitching innings. Uh, there's still some guys we're trying to extend out with innings uh, for the potential of those guys being on the postseason roster and, and what that looks like. Um, and then obviously guys getting at bats as well uh, that haven't been getting a lot of at bats, seeing if there's somebody that um, can help us, you know, can help us in uh, a postseason type of a scenario. Uh, that maybe, you know, is coming on or what have you right now. Um, 
but then the other practice is a practice that you know is is designed for the guys that have been getting a lot of reps and it's it's going to be trying to get those guys right and trying to get those guys exactly where they need to be for the Cal series. Following on that was a couple of guys specifically uh, as they're kind of your midweek guys, Fuller and Mercado. Uh, just I'm assuming that they're part of the action today. But your what is their role in your mind beyond even this weekend um, and how you're drawing it up? And, and we mentioned postseason roster. What kind of limitations are you under and trying to piece that together? Well, you, yeah, you hit it on the head, James. Uh, those guys are the two starters today. <laughs> um, you know, and there's there's things they both have um, offered. You know, Mercado's been the better of the two in these scrimmage scenarios. Uh, he got a chance to pitch against Gonzaga, didn't do terrible, didn't do great. Uh, Peyton Fuller was injured, then he got healthy. He's been built back up. And, you know, he's been pitching in these uh, simulated games and scrimmages as well and not quite as effective as Mercado, but boy, you'd love to look at him and say, you know, that experience is invaluable when it comes to potentially a a regional extended type of a deal where, you know, you're leaning on a guy like Peyton Fuller. Um, It'd be a no brainer if Peyton Fuller had been uh, throwing, you know, exceptionally well in these things, it it would be a no brainer. Um, and ironically, up to this point, uh, Mercado has vastly outpitched everybody in those scenarios. And so here we are again, you know, going into uh, a Tuesday, probably the last scenario where we have this kind of uh, a practice structure where we're, we're putting a lot of weight in it. It's a big day, as you can tell. This is a big day for some kids because we, you know, they still have a chance to show that they belong on a uh, postseason roster. Yeah, Coach, how about uh, Robbie Ashford still in the mix, or how's that? Yeah, good question. Robbie's uh, chosen to devote himself to football since the you know spring ball started, and he'll continue to do that. I definitely think that I could see him back with our program um, you know, in the future, like next year and stuff like that. I could see that for sure. But he's, he's really kind of pushed everything in. He wants to win that second quarterback spot with the football program. And, um you know, those are his wishes. So we honor that for sure. All in form. Talk about some of the pitchers, Waz. I just wanted to ask you a little bit about Caleb Sloan and just his growth this year. Uh, we've seen, he's seen a lot more action and we, you and I have talked to, he's a guy that could maybe really help you guys here down the stretch. He is. And, you know, he didn't have his best outing the other day when we brought him in uh, for relief on Sunday, uh, which was a time when we needed him to have his best outing um, and it didn't show up, which is unfortunate. He's pitched well though, down the stretch, you know, he's pitched very well. His stuff's been good. And most optimistically his uh, the health of his arm's been good. He's been bouncing back. He's been resilient. Uh, hasn't had any setbacks. I think all those things should clearly help us when it comes down this, this stretch here. Preston's at bat with the bases loaded. Were you considering him but- Bunting, how much consideration of him bunting a safety squeeze or actual squeeze? It wouldn't have been a safety squeeze with the bases loaded. That would have led to a fairly easy put out at home play. If anything, it would have been a suicide squeeze. Um, and with the bases loaded, uh, still not the highest percentage play, especially with the other team being in a squeeze defense like they were. They were crashing on both corners um, on each pitch. And we'd seen that uh, pre-series on video. Um that increases the odds of holes on the infield. And so we elected the swing, uh, you know, love the 
love the at bat he gave us. He 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 nailed it. He did exactly what he should have done. He absolutely crushed the pitch. It was just a sinking load line drive to the guy that had the best outfield arm, and he was running directly towards home plate as he caught it. So it didn't it didn't work out as the script uh, wanted it to for the Ducks on that play, but. Um, I thought he gave us quality at bat. I thought Sam Nowitzki gave us a quality at bat. They made two plays. Uh, we had two great at bats. Heavyweight fight. It's a great game. Unfortunate to come out on the losing side of that one. Following up on Tristan was uh, he's been up in, in some big pinch hit scenarios. Seems like he always gives you a good at bat, at least more often than not in those situations. Does he have the kind of mentality that you guys really like coming off the bench in situations like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he seems to have done it now several times. Um, you know, each time he, he he makes something happen. In that case, you know, the splits as well favored uh, going to Hanoian over Aganis or even the, you know, the storybook uh, Belafronto type thing. The splits on that deal were versus right, like 100 versus right versus that pitcher and then versus left. It was in the mid 200s. And so it favored Tristan as well. Uh, Tristan swing plane um, match the, the pitch, basically the pitch directions that that, that guy threw as well. It was, uh, we felt like we had clearly the, the best matchup in that situation. We did, uh, and he executed it there. Um, he's been able to execute at bats, uh, especially down the stretch and pinch hit type stuff. He's got great mentality when it comes to that. Um, and quite candidly, he'd probably be a starter for us at second base if he could play the, the same level of defense that Gavin Grant gives us, he, he would uh, definitely be in the mix to start. Gavin's defense is uh, pretty exceptional, though, as we all know. Looking ahead to this weekend with Cal Waz, uh, we went over there pitching a little bit yesterday on radio, but on offensively, a little bit of a struggle for them uh, in conference play. Uh, some of their overall stats, I mean, the, the differentiation from overall numbers to conference numbers is pretty stark uh, as a whole. Just what have you seen from them uh, in terms of their conference play. And like I say, some of their numbers are not necessarily going to wow you uh, from a, a batting average standpoint or on base standpoint. I think they're 10th in the league in most categories. Yeah. Um, it, it hasn't been perfect for them in the league. I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, you know, I know the kid is the Pac-12 player of the week, I think this week and Dylan Beavers uh, is just an exceptional talent. Him and the Selma kid are really exceptional talents. Dusty Baker's son, Darren, plays second base for him, and he can really run. You know, he's 27 out of 33 in stolen base attempts, sprays the ball around the field, kind of old-schoolish, Manny Mota-type guy. Um, and really, you know, he can hit. He's a good player. Um, you know, some of the depth seems to uh, – I don't know that their lineup is as long as maybe a Stanford's lineup. There's some – there's some punch in that lineup, but it's not quite as long as maybe a couple of the recent lineups that we've seen, uh, an Arizona lineup or, or a Stanford lineup specifically. Um, their pitching is legit. As you all know, I mean, their pitching is, is heavily scouted and probably the most heavily scouted starting rotation in the league. And now that they've moved Josh White up into the rotation, you know, that's one of the most electric arms in the entire league, up to 99 miles an hour with a, a power breaking ball. Um, so... To say the least, you know, you've got major league um, quality pitchers throwing against us again this weekend, and it's deceiving because you look at Cal's record. They've been playing very well lately, uh, but Cal's record at 14 and 13 in the league isn't isn't super sexy, but, boy, they've got a lot of great pieces uh, on that team. You mentioned how they've been playing a lot better lately, Was Have you noticed anything that's been different for them? Uh, what, what's led to them uh, with this hot streak lately? 
Well, Elvis and Beavers going crazy. Um, you know, they seem to be hitting the ball a lot better. They just pummeled UCLA on Friday and a good pitcher on uh, on that UCLA staff, that Petway, you know, they got to him pretty good. Um, they've just been hot. They've been swinging, uh, swinging it well. Um, and then they're pitching. It's, it's the real deal. And so once they get a lead, it's tough. It's tough to, you know, it's tough to overcome that. And so I think a couple of the keys for this weekend, obviously keeping Beavers down is an, is a, um, is a big deal. Uh, Dylan's had a very, very good year. Um, the hot guy is Cole, uh, you know, Cole Elvis, their catcher. He's, he's a hot hitter right now. And, uh, he had a great weekend last weekend on the road at UCLA. That's a tough pitching staff that they got to, uh, the one thing that's most impressive about Dylan Beavers is, is, you know, when you look at his charts, he crushes left-handed pitching and right-handed pitching. He's got some swing and miss with some strikeouts at 51 on the year, but still yet he's also got 15 tanks and 43 ribbies. So he's, He's a guy with 119 total bases that's a real, real threat and uh, making a name for himself clearly in the Pac-12 conference this year. Uh, upon review of Saturday, was just uh, your assessment of what Cullen was struggling with a little bit and uh, how he can go about getting back to his usual form. Looked to me like he was rushing and getting over, uh, just getting out in front a little bit too much. And a lot of his misses were, you know, were glove side and low. Uh, and you know, that's something I know coach Angier in a side session this week is really going to be focusing on to where he can, uh, get his delivery back under control to where he can have better results, you know, with the ball crossing home plate. Um, you know, just seemed out of character. A lot of his misses were, uh, more extreme than we felt like he'd been. Um, and yet, you know, his strike percentage was, were fairly similar to what they'd been in the past. And so, um, you know, with Cullen, it's just, uh, you know, we, uh, I think it's, it's important for Cullen to, you know, get off to a good start. I know it's going to be, you know, him pitching in a, the, their yard is uh, more or less, uh, it can, it can be offensive or pitcher friendly, depending on where you hit the ball, but still you got he's best when the ball's on the ground. And I think that's a favorable surface for Cullen to be pitching in. That was head coach Mark Wazikowski of the Oregon baseball team, as always really generous with his time and as always giving not just really comprehensive and in-depth answers about both his squad and the opposing squad, that being Cal this weekend, but just really good introspective stuff about his own squad as well, kind of leaning on one of those last questions, talking about Colin Kafka and just how specific he was in his analysis, talking being a little bit too over front, missing down, glove side and low, and just little things like that that Waz, especially if you're a baseball nut, I mean, he gives you some really, really, really good answers and some fun stuff and you can you can see why exactly when the ducks have hit some small bumps in the road they've quickly been able to tighten the screws get it right back on the rails and looking to do exactly that after dropping two or three against again a top 10 top 15 program in stanford last weekend and winning the friday night game that down to the bay area kickoff a three-game set against cal tonight a cal program that as you mentioned sounds like he knew cal just about as good as he knows his own roster as well a couple of good players on that squad not to be taken lightly and looking forward to hearing joey mack on the call tonight as they kick off the series that is it 6 p.m. on the Oregon Sports Network. Before we step aside, a reminder to give a shout-out to our friends at Shadow Hills. Shadow Hills Country Club offering the perfect combination of rural beauty, great golf, and affordable family entertainment. That builds lifetimes of memories. Uh, hopefully not too many club throws for you. I can't, I'm not going to confirm whether or not I've done that. Call for a tour today. Shadow Hills Country Club, your family resort just minutes from home. Again, call for a tour today. We are going to step aside. When we get back, we'll keep the baseball train rolling down the tracks. We'll hear from a couple of more players 
as we'll hear from Kasovich and Walker on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Back with more Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, live from the Country Financial Studio. More after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, it's Jan from Toyota. Summer's finally here, and with a great deal on a new Camry, RAV4, Highlander, Tacoma, and more, you can celebrate all of your favorite summer holidays, like Cinco de Mayo, Independence Day, International Pizza Party Day, Pepperoni, please. And by pepperoni, I mean Hawaiian. Kick off summer at your Toyota dealer, where you can save big on all your favorites. This event ends June 1st. See your participating Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon Athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Duck Insider, Duck Insider, Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through, like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What up? Welcome back to Duck Insider. That swing's looking good, just right through the zone. Just Co- has Coach Waz seen some tape of that? Oh, we gotta, we gotta talk to him. Maybe get some recruiting tape out there. I haven't seen you on the latest Baseball America uh, recruiting boards. It's a little strange, but I have no eligibility. I was that was my next question. You know, we'll talk about that on the other side. Welcome back to Duck yeah. Insider. You're presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I beg your pardon. As we're here in the Oregon Sports on the Oregon Sports Network, presented by Learfield IMG College in the Country Financial Studio, and again presented by On Point Community Credit Union. We're going to keep the baseball train rolling here as we hear from Andrew Moziello, a guy that I have been enamored with all season long, a guy that was worked up as a star to start the season, uh, but he's worked out of the bullpen, and he's been one of, if not the go-to arm for the Ducks coming at it from the right side. Let's hear a little bit from Moe's. Waz said that it was like a heavyweight fight after that series. Is that kind of how you guys felt after being out there on the field and in the dugout in the bullpen? Yeah, I think uh, it was two really good teams in the pack. Both played really well, um, and they just ended up on top in two games. I think Friday night was a great game. You know, both pitchers pitched incredibly. Um but yeah, they just ended up on top. As a bullpen guy, when, when you're watching Robbie pitch like he was on Friday, Andrew, I mean, what's going through your mind as you're watching that? Uh, you know, when the starters go out there, you try to, you know, take what you can from them, you know, because obviously 
they've been extremely successful this year. Um, you know, they're, they're just fun to watch. You know, they fill up the zone, they pound strikes, and, you know, they make some good hitters look really bad. When did you get, like, that strike of confidence that you knew, hey, what you were able to do in a small sample could translate to the Pac-12 on a weekly basis? Because, obviously, the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, I don't, I don't, there's no real specific moment that steps out to me. Um, just, you know, over the fall, facing, you know, our, our lineup's great. So if you're, if you're able to get out our, our own guys in the fall, um, you know, that really can translate to anybody else in the country, not just the pack. You've got a four-inning save this year. We've seen you go long out of the bullpen before. You feel like that's something that you could do here down the stretch as we get into, like, the, the regional situations and all those different things, Andrew, that you can kind of go some long innings if you need to? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I've, I've been a starter my entire life. Uh, college was the first time I've ever, you know, transitioned into the bullpen. But, yeah, I definitely feel comfortable going multiple innings. What's the mindset going into this series, Andrew? You know, you guys are still playing for something pretty special, a lot still on the line. Just what's the mindset around the team heading into this week? Uh, I think from here on out, every game is really important. You know, uh, it's really important to go and get onto a roll um, heading into playoffs. So, you know, every game's important in the pack, as always. Um, but we're just excited to go get another chance to have another weekend series before playoffs. When you made so many appearances this year without – allowing and barely getting touched and only like three or four that you've given up a run. Is there a, do you know at the time that you're going to have, you're having a, a tougher time because when it, when it is so limited, do you, do you recognize at the time that like, all right, maybe it's just not there or is it just a Arizona or Seattle, whoever it was, was just having a good day that day? Because like I say, I mean, you've got like 90% of your appearances are almost untouchable. Uh, yeah, you know, baseball is a funny game. As soon as you think you got it figured out, you really don't. Um, so sometimes, you know, you just go out there and you get hit. It just happens. Um, and if you play the game long enough, you'll be on both sides where you can get, where you can go out and, you know, really be unhittable and some days where they can really see you well. So throughout the season, Waz has talked a lot about how, how you've battled with Colby and you guys have kind of pushed each other just in, in the bullpen. How much has, has a guy like Colby and just competing with him in the bullpen elevated your game? Yeah, I think that's awesome. You know, uh, we've talked about this before, but uh, I think having a great pitching staff is awesome because, you know, you want to do better than the next guy and the next guy wants to do better than you. So everybody really pushes each other. Um, and when you have a lot of talented guys, it's a lot of fun. How impressive is he as a young man? Andrew Moziello, you heard him talk about it right before going into the interview, mentioned that he was built up as a starter before starting the season. He alluded to it right there. He's used to prior to coming here to the campus of the University of Oregon starting, but he has found an excellent role, sometimes is kind of closing things down. He had the four-inning save earlier this season, but as you heard James Crepia mention as well, about 90% of his outings, he's been basically unhittable, and the Ducks will look for more of that, not just this weekend, but as they head into postseason play, looking to host, again, as one of those top 16 seeds, and they will find out on Monday, I said on Sunday, but then I got a, a virtual wrist slap from Joey Mack, who's tuning in, who we'll hear from as well. Uh, Joey Mack correcting me, rightfully so, saying it is Monday. We will find out exactly how the seeding shake out. Hopefully, we'll be one of those top 16 seeds, and then we'll find out who exactly will be coming to Eugene. But again, don't want to get too far out over our skis. We will cross that bridge when we get there. We're going to hear from another very introspective and great interview duck player. It is Brett Walker. He's the Sunday starter. He, he Excuse me, Josh Kasovich. I beg your pardon. Kasovich, who's been 
remarkable defensively, and he's brought a big bat to the plate a lot. Has come up with some big knocks throughout the season. Kasovich has been a great interview. Another young player on the team that joined Andrew Moziello on this squad last year, had his freshman season cut short, but he's been a huge, huge player both at the plate and in the field. And let's hear from Cass. Josh Waz said that it felt like a heavyweight fight this weekend. Is that how you guys felt after this weekend series? Yeah, you know, it was two really good teams going up against each other. Um, I think both teams played well. Obviously, we didn't uh, didn't do quite enough to come out on top two times, but it was three really good baseball games. Yeah, Josh, being from Palo Alto, did that have a special meaning at all or tougher to take a loss? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, my dad's a professor there. My brother went there. Um, it it was a there was a little bit more behind this series for me. What are the Thanksgiving conversations going to be like here moving forward then, Josh? I'll, I'll just be going at my brother um, all the time about it. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about that Friday game quite a bit with him, and hopefully he forgets about a Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> you've been on a tear here this last month. Uh, and you've, I mean, it was pretty consistent all season, but really this last month in particular has really heated up. I think it's close to like a 15-game hit streak. Anything in particular behind it, or is it a little bit of just this is baseball and sometimes you catch hot streaks and sometimes you're in slumps, or is, is there something you're doing in particular the last few weeks that's been really working for you? Uh, just staying really consistent with the work that I'm doing with uh, with Coach Martyr and Coach BT and Coach Hinkle, um, kind of doing it every day and making sure we can feel comfortable and kind of just going out with a good approach in the game and having a good game plan going in. Waz has complimented your work ethic a lot in, in these conversations and conversations I have with him. Where does your work ethic come from, Josh? You know, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but I'd like to think it comes from my parents. Um, they're both really hardworking people and kind of instilled that in me in a young age and kind of just showed me that if you want something, you can go get it. You just got to work hard enough. You guys obviously have a pitching staff that likes to work with tempo. Uh, how much do you love that as a shortstop and as a former pitcher yourself? I mean, how, mu how much is that? Is that just great for a defender? It's awesome. It keeps the defense in sync. Um, guys are moving around and you can kind of get into a rhythm and they do a great job filling up the zone, which, uh, which keeps us on our toes, helps us make plays behind them. Two moments from this past weekend I wanted to ask you about, Josh. On Friday, on Hall's catch, I think you may have been the one to jump the highest. Uh, so your particular perspective on that, and it's not just – we've seen other moments like that in the outfield, obviously, throughout the season of just – you seem to be a guy who plays with a lot of energy. On a team that has a lot of guys who play with a lot of energy, you seem to be one who shows that. Where does that kind of come from? I don't know. I just get really excited for baseball. Um, that, catch, that was an unbelievable catch. He ran probably 80 to 100 feet and dove into the wall and came up with the ball. It was one of the coolest things I've seen on a field. Um, and, yeah, just playing with energy is – is what makes the game fun. Um, I don't know. That's all, that's all I got on that one. The other one was, is there a kangaroo court when Nowitzki takes a ground ball away from you oh. the other day? Or or is that just a, hey, well, you know, you had the moment? Or is there is there going to be a kangaroo court punishment for that one? I don't think there'll be a punishment for that one. He's got to get everything that he can, and I'll be right behind him if he, uh, if he can't get there. But, I mean – I want to make every play that I can, and I know he does too, and I think that what that's what makes us a, a really good defense. You guys have consistently been one of the best defensive infields, not just in the conference, but, but in the country, Josh. And I want to take you back, actually, to last weekend. Different playing surface, obviously. 
and Sam gets one that hits the lip of the grass, deflects right to you. Walk us through that play, and because I, I, you don't see a lot of five, six, three putouts in the book very often. Yeah, I, I can't say that we've practiced that specific play before, but we definitely do a lot of work on on barehanded plays and just kind of being creative with it. So when I saw that I had a chance to, or the ball was coming my way, I knew I had to be quick with it. Um, knew it was kind of a catch and go kind of kind of type play. Not say that we've worked on that play, but the fact that it came up was pretty sweet. Bigger picture question for you, Josh. You know, coach talked about how you came in and you were maybe leaning toward being a pitcher. Walk us through that decision making process for you. And and you've talked before about all the hard work that went into being a great shortstop and a great hitter. Just take us through that process a little bit. Yeah, it really wasn't a wasn't like a choice that I made. Um, kind of just came in last year, not not really being clear on what I was going to do. Um, kind of got the chance to play a little bit of third and then going into the season, uh, I think about two weeks before the season started, I got a call and said, let's just, let's just focus on playing defense and hitting. And, uh, I was, I was pretty thrilled about that. I know Kenyon Yovan can, can kind of do both and that's unbelievable, but I got to say that's, that's a really, really hard thing to do at this level. Um, so kind of just picking one and, and going with that has been really, uh, really helpful. What have you had a chance to see in terms of Cal's pitching staff? They've got uh, the league leader in ERA and conference play in white uh, in particular. And uh, obviously Sullivan and Holman are also really, really, really good pitchers. So I think everybody you're going to face this weekend is on the top, you know, 10 or 15 or so in the league. Uh, what have you seen so far from the pitching staff? I haven't had a chance to go over too much video yet. I know we're going to do that today. Um, get a good plan going and find out how to beat them. What were 12-year-old Josh Kasevich's feeling on any Golden Bears team uh, with your connections to, to Stanford and being from Palo Alto? Uh, I have definitely always had a, a bad taste in my mouth with the Bears. Um, I guess I guess when I was around 12 years old, we went up to a Stanford-Cal football game, uh, the big game, and I know Stanford won. And I think for as long as I can remember, Stanford has just trashed them in football. Um, and that's always been sweet being from Palo Alto, but now it's uh, – now it's Oregon's turn to go take it to the Bears. Just big picture, you know, last regular season series, you guys obviously have a lot on the line, a lot to play for. Just what's your mindset heading into this and just how, how nice is it and maybe how great is it that all the hard work is paying off, but there's still a few goals in front of you guys? Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but we got to just take it one kind of one game at a time. Don't want to get too too big headed and think too much about the bigger picture. It's It's baseball, so anything can happen on any day. So kind of just taking it one pitch at a time, one inning at a time, and then one game at a time to, to take care of business. Some good questions and some good answers there from Josh Kasovich, the shortstop for the Ducks, who's firmly cemented himself on the left side of the infield, and, and rightfully so. Uh, is kind of one of those super freshmen after joining the team last year, but having his freshman season cut short. Cass has really been, despite being a super freshman, one of the leaders on the team. And Coach Waz is one of the first to point to that, even way back at the start of the season, saying, guy leads by example I mean he's one of the first ones here often beating the coaches one of the last ones here even after wins you can often pass by the PDA out and right and walk out to your car and just hear that that ping that aluminum bat of him taking reps in the cage after games we're going to step aside here before we do a quick reminder that every Thursday you at Hoodoo you could ski and ride from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. for $25 don't need a coupon to buy or, or have to buy a ticket in advance just get your sticks ready for the 12 hours of endless laps every Thursday at Hoodoo check out Hoodoo.com for webcams road cams 
the latest snow conditions. We'll see you tomorrow at Hoodoo and go Ducks. And we'll be back with Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union live from the Country Financial Studio. More after this on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, welcome to the Spicy Drive-In. May I take your order? Can I get the spicy chicken sandwich, please? The spicy chicken is an excellent choice, sir. And to drink? Uh, whatever's fine. Oh, may I make a beverage pairing recommendation this evening? Sure. If we are feeling especially bold tonight, sir, I would recommend the Mountain Dew with that. It's bravely unrestrained with a very alive aroma that pairs wonderfully with your spicy chicken. It's followed by a hint of zesty citrus flavor. Uh, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm sure you already know this, sir, but remember to appreciate the nose first by giving the Mountain Dew a little swirl to relieve really volatize it. Uh, uh, uh vola what? To change the flavor compounds and activate your taste buds to get them fully primed for that chicken sandwich. Ah, it's delicious. <laughs> now you're getting the hang of it. The muscular flavor charge characteristics of Mountain Dew make for an absolutely epic mouthfeel when paired with spicy cuisine. It is quite on point, sir. Dude, it's a perfect match. Like they were made for each other. So true, so true. When you want to make good food bolder and bold food better, do the do. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics. This is the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. On Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. I am currently sitting in Joey Max Jarrett. He is currently sitting in Berkeley, California. He joins us on the University of Oregon Alumni Association guest line. Joey Mack, first and foremost, before we get to the sports, there's a lot of the sports going on. How are you? How are things? I'm great. Uh, it's good to be back on the road. You know, th- this is actually, a, a, of course, a very nice hotel backdrop <laughs> that, that you can see. Complete with a vent and some. Do you guys see this very trendy couch? It's very classy, very trendy. I'm not, That's nice. Very chic. I'm not. I'm not sure. Chic is a good word. Feng That's the Shui word that is I. Off the charts in there. Yeah, just real, real trendy in in Emerysville. So no, it's actually honestly similar to to when I made the trip to to Utah. It's it's still a little weird to be back on the road. You know, like it had been a long time. It had been almost two years to the day since I made a, a trip, and now being here with the team final regular season series it doesn't feel like it's the final regular season series but it is and and it's a big one you know there's no doubt about it. i mean you guys were playing coach wazkowski from earlier I, I talked with him this morning about how some of that evaluation went this week and i think he was encouraged w- with the competitiveness that the ducks had in that tuesday practice that he was alluding to in the interview that everybody heard earlier and this is a really good cal team uh, you know i said last week that that the winner of the friday night game between robert allstrom 
and and Brandon Beck from Stanford may determine the Pac-12 Pitcher of the Year. I think now the only other guy that's really on the list in my mind is White from Cal, who's going to pitch against Robert Alstrom tonight. And you look in just conference games, White's got the best ERA in just conference games. Alstrom among guys who have started as many games as most Friday night starters in the Pac-12. Robbie's actually got the best ERA overall. So I think this could be a really interesting test for, for, for both teams. And for Cal, I think they're playing for their season. If Cal wins this series, I think Cal's getting into the tournament. If Oregon wins this series, I think they're a bona fide host. And then depending on how things fall, they might be a super regional host or at least a national seed being in the top eight. So I think there's a lot on the line. So it's going to be fun to see what it's like in front of a 33% capacity crowd at Evans Diamond here tonight. Well, let's dive a little bit deeper on that. Just you alluding to it, we talked to Coach Waz. I heard from Coach Waz, I should say, just talking about that Tuesday practice and looking ahead to this Cal series. And he talked about he fielded one of the first questions saying that eh, Cal's offensive numbers and really numbers across across the board maybe aren't going to jump out at you in any special way. But he quickly put the brakes on that and said, hey, there are still some dudes on this roster. You alluded to them, one of them right there, the Friday night starter. So in your eyes down there in Berkeley with looking to finish the regular season on a high note and put yourself in a position to host a regional what are kind of the keys in terms of the ducks bouncing back from dropping two or three against a really good stanford program but facing off against a cal team that as you just mentioned they got something to play for here as their season's really on the line i'm about to get real punny for you and i know that you'll love this all right alex so the keys are in the b's for the golden bears because the the bears baker and beavers are the guys you have to keep in check um they they have been really really good and you know we, we talked about it when washington was in town they had the conference leader in steals on their roster really wanted to keep him off the bases baker's very similar darren baker longtime cal golden bear the son of dusty baker of mlb fame both as a manager and a, and a player he is very very fast and and i think that's going to be a key is keeping those guys in check offensively and talking with coach wasikowski it's it's interesting the way that this ballpark plays. You know, it can be a little bit short to the corner. So if you get one down the line, like a Kenyon Yovan often does down the left field line, might hit some home runs. There could be some crooked numbers. And Coach Waz said that he's never comfortable in this ballpark. And, and so I think for Oregon's case, it's going to be keeping crooked numbers off the board. And then offensively, the Ducks are going to want to, I think, hit some long balls. I think get some crooked numbers that really change the way that Cal wants to play in this series. So Again, there's a lot on the line here. So keys to victory, I think it's keeping some of those guys in check for the Golden Bears offensively. If they score, make it a one. Don't let it be a three or a four or a five. And then I think for Oregon, they're going to need some big innings, particularly the third inning. Oregon's outscoring their opposition by about double in the third inning. And I think that tells you the second time through the order, Oregon's offense is really effective. Uh, I think that's going to be a real key, particularly against a guy who's who's in the running for Pac-12 Pitcher of the Year on Cal staff tonight in white. I think that... If Oregon can get out to a, a lead with some crooked numbers in the third and the fourth innings, I like Oregon's chances. Talking to Joey Mack, the voice of Oregon baseball here, as he's down in the Bay as the Ducks taking on the Cal Bears in the regular season finale, but not the season finale by any stretches. Well, last question here for you, Joey Mack, here joining us in the Oregon, University of Oregon Alumni Association guest line is that it, it just dawns on me, having been fortunate to follow the team with you, call a couple of games that we're sitting here on the precipice of the regular season finale, but again, it, it isn't the season finale. Far from it. Not just that, the Ducks are in the driver's seat, really, in terms of hosting some postseason play. And just honestly, just simply put, how cool is that, man? I mean, to know that the Ducks are are really in a position to host a regional and and all that's happened, all that's transpired with the program and all Coach Waz has done, and now year 1.2, whatever you want to call it. I mean, just simply put, how awesome is it, bud? It's awesome. I mean, I, I think that the coolest thing for me is I look at a lot of the guys that have been on this roster for a long time, and, and I've used the phrase of kind of been through the wars. 
I think that says a lot about what Coach Wazikowski, what Coach Angier, what Coach Martyr, what Coach Hinkle, what Brett Thomas have been able to do because this staff took what was a, a, a very good roster, and I think they just sort of harnessed everything that, that this roster had to offer. And, and we've seen that now. You know, we, we've seen the way that the Ducks have been able to play a physical brand of baseball. That's what Coach Wazikowski wanted. And I think maybe one of the unsung heroes of all of this is Daryl Hunter. He's the guy who's a former Duck, mm-hmm. worked with them in the strength and conditioning program. And, and I think, you know, to your point that it's kind of like season, like, one and a half, but – that's just in terms of games played that conditioning program has now been mm-hmm. in place for, for two years. And I think that this year we're really seeing the benefits of what Daryl Hunter has done with this team from a strength and conditioning standpoint. So overall it's awesome. You know, I, I think that Oregon can beat anybody with the, with the style of pitching and the way that they've been pitching the ball. If the lineup can stay long, they probably need one more guy to get hot here down the stretch in the bottom third of the order. And then Oregon's tough to beat, man. And I think that's awesome. It's going to be great to have everybody back at PK park for a regional round. I think that's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, just talking to Joey Mack, he'll be on the call tonight at 6 p.m. as the Ducks kick off their final series of the season down in Cal. And as he just talked about, it's going to be a great pitching matchup featuring a couple of Pac-12 Pitcher of the Year candidates as Robert Alstrom makes his final Friday night start of the regular season before hopefully we look ahead to hosting a regional. Joey, we're going to step aside, but have a great call tonight, buddy. And as always, thanks for the time, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for filling in, buddy. Go Giants. Okay. Well, we're going to we're gonna pivot off to the commercial now. That was not cool at all. Reminder, the Duck Insider is brought to you by Northport Public House. Open for dining to take at NorthportEugene.com. We're going to act like that didn't happen. We're gonna hey, take we can break. agree on Go Ducks we're, we're and gonna, Go M's, right? Excuse me. We're going to move on here, Joey. I don't appreciate it. You just ended that segment. When we get back here on Duck Insider, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, you're watching Duck Insider presented by Outpoint Community Credit Union, live for the Country Financial Studio. More after this in the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. Join in. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. As my family continued to grow, I realized I'd have to replace my beloved Jeep with something that has, well, more seats. I'm Jason Hines, country financial rep and father of seven. Whether you're upgrading from your sporty ride with no room for a car seat or finally replacing your well-loved beater that still has a cassette player, you'll want the right protection for your new car. Work with a country financial rep like me and get the protection you need at a price you can afford. Learn more at takesimplesteps.com or contact a local country representative. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. All right, everybody in the car. Let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. (sighs) Are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. 
There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Duck Insider here. We just heard from Joey Mack, the man who's usually in this seat. I'm Alex Stimson filling in here on Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union here in the Country Financial Studio. we got an Oregon men's basketball edition to get to in a second, but quickly a reminder that Duck Insider brought to you by our friends at North Fork Public House. It's open for dine-in and takeout. You can find them at northforkeugene.com. And also, I actually had some of these yesterday, and I, I can't wait to have the leftovers. Crumble cookies. So good. Crumble cookies has a rotating menu of 150 flavors. They change out weekly. Oreo, Reese's, you name it. It's about a Rolodex of recipes that they got. Order Crumble in-store or for delivery, curbside pickup, or nationwide shipping. You can come see them right here in Eugene, right off of Coburg Road, and coming to Roseburg as well, new location off Mulholland Drive. So let's get to the new addition for Dana Altman's squad. Is again, retooling and doing it in pretty impressive fashion. It's a it's a Canadian coming south across the border to join the Oregon Ducks. They've had some pretty good success with that. Shout out to Mr. Boucher, among others. Uh, Oregon's men's basketball team has officially added six foot seven forward Quincy Guerrier to its 2021 roster. Head coach Jana Altman announced on Thursday. Guerrier joins the Ducks after playing his freshman and sophomore seasons way out in Syracuse and was a third team All ACC selection for the Orange in the 2021 season. He averaged just under 14 points a game, 13.7 to be exact. Jack and just about eight and a half rebounds per game and shot just under 50% from the floor as well. You'd love to see all those numbers. Said Dane Altman about the addition of Quincy, we're excited to bring Quincy into our program. He's a physical player, and his versatility offensively will allow him to play a number of different positions for us. I also love what he'll give us defensively and on the boards. I think he has a very bright future, and we're all looking forward to working with him, end quote. Gary A. owns 11 career double-doubles, including eight as a sophomore last season, posted 18 points and a career-high 16 rebounds on December 16th, uh, the 2020 season against Northeastern, and followed that up with a career-high 27 points and 11 rebounds against Buffalo. Uh, Orange's second game of the season versus Niagara, he went 9-10 from the floor, 23 points and pulled down 13 rebounds, grabbed double-digit rebounds nine times, nine times in 2020-2021, including five games with at least 13 boards. A Quebec native, as you can see on the graphic as well, Montreal Quebec native, and also has a strong defensive presence for the Ducks, as you heard Dana Allman just allude to right there. So it brings kind of a, a lot of versatility to the new addition, and, and you know you love to see Dane Altman has not just done a great job at the transfer portal, but he's done a great job with a lot of these kind of Swiss Army Knife players as well. They can really fill a lot of different roles, both at the offensive end and in the defensive end. Figures to be doing the exact same here and, and he comes to Eugene with NCAA tournament experience reaching the Sweet 16 with the Orange in March as the number 11 seed. All right, music means it's time to sign off. Scotty P, it's been a lot of fun. It's great to hear from Joey Mack today. Shout out to my fellow Alex back in the studio for Learfield IMG. We are going to sign off and we will see you tomorrow as I believe it's Terry Johns filling in. We'll see you tomorrow on Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P Hundo P Adjective Short for being 100% sure or certain As in If we get a puppy I'll Hundo P always walk it You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council a ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smoky Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smoky Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Oregon Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things. Like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.